0: Everyone, welcome to Situation Potomy, a sitcom discussion podcast. I'm your host, Layton. We're back after another month uh, off, and uh, I'm here in lovely San Francisco. But we've got Alex, who's down in sunny and beautiful Los Angeles. How you doing, Alex? Uh, doing all right. Doing all right. And we've got uh, Damon in uh, beautiful, beautiful Washington D.C. in November. Uh, how you doing, Damon?
1: August, like 30 degrees out here.
0: It's like what? <laughs> it's
1: like thirty because the, the temperature is dropping rapidly out here, family.
2: Damn, dude! It was eighty degrees on the drive home today.
1: Yeah, it, like it, it, it'll get up to sixty, but it'll drop so drastically when the when the sun goes down.
2: Oh it's man! So real
1: out
0: here. Yeah. Climate change. What? You know, I will say, I, I I I hear you, I hear you, Damon, because it's really it's really it's really foggy out here in California. I couldn't. Could not see much this morning. Uh, I know in the in fog really? brings the temperatures down out there? Yeah. Um, all right. So, uh, now that the introductions are out of the way, we are here to talk about some sitcoms, some comedy, and I really want to talk about the return of uh, Dave Chappelle to TV uh, with uh, his uh, skit hosting, uh, Saturday Night Live. Um, I, you know, I didn't get to, you know, I, I don't I was kind of busy Saturday night, but um, oh, oh, oh. I did not get to see it. But I did see some clips. Well, I went. I went to go see the room. Speaking of comedy, um, so you yeah, went wait, wait. see like it. Throw spoons at the at the.
2: Yeah, you know, Tommy Wiseau the room. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's my Lizzo? fourth time seeing it. Yeah, how many times? Time. You said it was. Uh, my fourth time. This is my fourth third time in theater. Third time in theaters. I've seen it once at, at uh, on on DVD. Wow. I like it. It's it's funny. Um. Yeah. The, the whole I, I was I was I mentioned to Alex in the pre-show that uh, I think it's the new uh Rocky Horror Picture Show.
1: It absolutely uh, is
0: for the millennial generation. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, uh, so it's kind of replaced that. Um, I remember seeing Rocky Horror my uh, my freshman year of college orientation. My I didn't know such things as you know people acting up in movie theaters was a thing, and I remember sitting in the theater. And was like,
2: what? Wait. I'm hold late. on.
0: Hold on, late. You from New York? Yeah. No, 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 no! I had no idea. No, no, no! no. I was from but, the Bronx,
1: man. Yeah, it's very different.
0: Uh, Rocky yeah, Horror is a
1: different. Yeah, I mean, you were in right?
0: Yeah, I went to NY. I was like, it was the last day of orientation. They got all of us uh, orientation week to sit in at the theaters. Oh, we're going to show you a movie, uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, cool! Well, I've never seen it before. I like like watching movies. I, was, I sit in there. I was like, what the. Fuck? why are these people talking like What is going on? I was like... <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was really upset. I was really upset. <laughs> I, I, was sure. like, I was like, I thought these were white people in the theater. They, they don't usually act up like this. All right. <laughs> but, hey. but... And then I realized it was part of the show, and uh, I was like, okay. All right. I get it now. I get it. But yeah, so I also saw sort the of room, so that's why I did not get to watch Saturday Night Live, but I did get to see the two clips. I got to see... I got to see the... Um, opening monologue which um, which was hilarious um you know uh, he definitely crossed some obscenity boundaries but you know, he apologized to Lord Michael after that but i thought he, he uh,
1: words and um,
0: yeah uh you man. did say pussy You did, you, you did, you yeah, did say he pussy. pussy
1: so what the fucking president elect of goddamn united states Senate. fuck out of here uh,
0: he <laughs> uh, but he, there there are obscenity standards for uh it's 11:30. You just pay the fucking fine and keep it moving. I think that's what they're probably going to do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So a lot of good jokes, you know. You know, Dave, you know, I mean, uh, uh Dave's really still got the um the uh the, he's got the jokes that I see. I he, you know, he has a weird um way delivering uh his jokes. I uh not weird, but like his stage presence is like he's almost like he's nervous delivering jokes. Um But like it, it really works. I think I think it was very funny. I think oh, no, topical. No, no, no.
1: that's because he was nervous for Saturday Night Live. Yeah, there like there's a there's a natural ease that comes along when he's in his element. He was mm-hmm. nervous for Saturday Night Live.
0: Uh, and, tell- um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna t- I'm gonna talk about that in the um in the other skit because uh, so the other thing that really caught on was uh, there was an election night skit. It's about five minutes long. It's on YouTube. I think a lot of people really enjoyed this one. Um, in this one, uh, you know, Dave's the only black guy at uh, at election night party, um, and all you know, all these white folks around him, um, um, all these white folks around him, um, you know, are just so sure at uh, 5 p.m. that uh, Hillary's going to win the election, and then you see the existential dread as it washes over them that Hillary's not winning, and they start you know coming up with any sort of excuses, while Dave is just like, yep, uh, he's like he's not surprised. Uh, while these w- white folks are very, very surprised. And I want to say the only thing that, you know, it's incredibly funny sketch. Chris Rock comes in and he, him and, um, Dave Chappelle really play off each other. There is only one issue with the, with the skit, and it's, it's, it's because Dave has not really been in front of TV in a long time. He does flub a couple bel- deliveries of his lines, uh, during the skit, and, you know, can't really blame him. He hasn't really been on TV or performed live like that in front of, you know, Probably like five, six million people in a long time, so he misses. But, like, the material is just great. So, like, I I totally enjoyed both opening monologue and election night sketch. I didn't get to see all the other, you know, the Walking Dead parody. I did get to see the intro of him um, macking on Kate McKinnon at a bar. but hey, like, uh, Let me tell yeah. you,
1: the Walking Dead shit, every single character yeah. from Chappelle show came back. Yeah, that I did see. That was awesome. It's way better than you think.
0: Okay, I, I, well, it's just I'm, I'm not a Walking Dead person, so I just didn't even. Know it had nothing
1: it. to do with Walking Dead. Oh, no, nah, it
2: was. Yeah, it was really just Chappelle show like characters. Like he had, Tyron, he had the haters. Yeah, he had, he had, so love, Silky, Silky, silky Tyrone Beggums. Yeah. Uh, he had his his white dude, his white character. Yep. It was actually really good.
0: Not the blind white character, but not the blind yeah, like, black guy. No, KKK. he had him, too.
2: He yeah, had the black KKK. Clayton Bixby was there. No, Tyrone Biggums okay. was the, he, so he had the crackhead.
0: Yep. He had the, the haters. haters. Yep. He had
2: just the white dude, his generic white character.
1: Yep.
0: Uh, oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Generic I white. I had Yeah.
2: You, you,
1: you yeah. need to re-familiarize yourself with that. That shit is incredible. It holds up very, very well to time right now.
2: Yes, it does.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yes, yes. So, um, uh, Alex, what did you think about the opening monologue and the uh, whatever you did see of Dave on Saturday Night Live? Uh, I thought you know what I thought
2: it was some very I, I thought the opening monologue was some very powerful stuff, man. Um, I do. I, you know what? I don't want to get into it too much because I have a lot of torn, not torn. I have a lot of feelings about what's going on right now in this world and. I just ain't, you know, it, it was so good, dude It made me feel better, it made me laugh It made me go, oh fuck, Dave Chappelle kind of like He put me at ease, cause it was funny Like the last time Dave Chappelle was, you know, on top And riding high, we were living in the Bush era And just like having him come back right now In the new era we have, that we're living in Just like made me go, you know what This is a great monologue, this is what I needed right now you know, made me feel like we're gonna be all right. So, I really enjoyed the fuck out of it. Um, you know the sketch, the sketches were you know the at least the two I saw, which was the Walking Dead and the election. I felt like the election night was something that any minority or person of color, you know, I was saying, felt for sure. It was very you yeah. know. Oh man, was I, was park, I was at election night
0: man, park. As I mentioned,
2: yeah, it was it was crazy because like like I told you before we got on the show, like I actually ate at a restaurant. And it was the same stuff in the skit. It was like people that were, like, having dinner that were getting up, coming over to the bar and, like, looking and talking. And they're like, all right, y'all, no, nah, it's a long way to go. Here we go. We're going to get this one. And then when the results come in and come back, and you just see them it and you just – I'm sitting there at the bar with my drink and gave them that look like, we told y'all this is America. It was. <laughs> it just felt like it. It was really you, good man, stuff. All these – like, this shit
1: is – and this is – one of the craziest things, we, you know, a lot of my friends are like, yo, you're brave. Because I was on Facebook, and I was like, wait a minute, hold up. Wait a minute. Y'all all of a sudden are disappointed in the country that we told y'all that we've been living in forever. We told y'all this is who these people were, but now all of a sudden y'all disappointed? Like, I barked on a number of my air-quote friends for this foolishness. Yes. Like... There was one day in particular. I was like, "I got time today. You gonna <sighs> get these keystrokes?" Cause uh, yeah. <laughs> you went in. Oh, I definitely went in. People who angry with me today, They're like they they don't feel like we friends. I'm like, shut up. This is the That's first right. time you ever been questioned. The you only know, first time you ever been challenged in friendship. Shut up. Yeah, you're okay. Yeah, <laughs> I tell people all the time. Well, not all Trump supporters are. Are racist. So I was like, yeah, they're not all racist. It just means that they're perfectly okay with racism. Hey, with racism. They're perfectly okay with it. And guess what? I don't abide by that shit in my household. So yeah, no, man, I don't
0: have no Can I? Can I? Can I? Can I go on a side note and tell you a crazy story from the, this um, election night party? Please. This person's never never gonna hear. So I'm at the party, right? There's this um, this white girl from. Uh, She's originally from Wisconsin, but then her family moved to Michigan. So the family moved oh. to Michigan at the time. Jesus and like she, she was in like a, a she was in a, she was in a Facebook she was in a Facebook conversation. Uh, you know, she basically posts, "Hey, you know, I'm, re- you know, I'm really sad that um, that Hillary's going that Hillary's going to lose." And like her aunt messages and says, "Oh, you know what? I'm glad that Hillary's going to lose." And then uh, you know, because Trump will help me keep my job. And uh, you know, she goes, "My friend goes, uh, well, not my friend, but." I just got out at the party. Um, she goes, um, well, why do you think, uh, what, do you, what do you think? I think Trump is gonna not really going to help you keep your job. And she said, well, you know, I'm a maternity nurse and if Hillary becomes president, she's going to kill all the babies and there's not going to be enough babies and I'm going to lose my job because there are no babies to take care of.
2: And Whoa. I said, you know,
0: I don't know how you engage with that. I don't, I don't you know. Don't. How you, what do you, what do you it's even It's impossible. How do you, yeah, you just you keep it moving. You, you can't even carry it. And my the girl showed me the Facebook message, I was like, I don't even know what to say. I don't... That, That's lunacy on a level that you can't not respond to.
2: Yeah, yeah. you can't understand it, dude. I, I just... dog. Those are the people who voted. Yeah. Exactly, and
1: there were white people in this country who have never voted an election before,
2: who turned out for this election. They was they voting on that last Tuesday. They were like, "Oh no, we gonna vote." It, dude, look, I told y'all before we started the show, I didn't want to get it, get into it. Fuck <laughs> that. I'm bitch. so I'm so disgusted, dude. I'm look, like I'm oh, I am like man. look, Denny Green told you. They all who <laughs> thought they were, man. <laughs> they were who they thought we were. They man. are who we <laughs> thought they were. Oh man. Right. <laughs> right. Oh
1: boy. R.I.P. But... Denny Green, he told you a long time
2: long ago. Long time ago. Hey, can we just put it like this, dude? This was the perfect ending to the year twenty sixteen. Yeah, we I lost know. like I every... mean, Gwen Eiffel went today, dog. Like, right? This has been everybody's a... like piecing out. Everybody's like, we done. We done. Sixteen it's, uh, has been terrible, dude. I swear to dude, I, I swear to God, the world world is wrapping up, dude. Wrap it up, B.
1: It's not. <laughs> not. Wrap up, look, this,
2: look, dude. Let's be realistic.
1: Let's let's be very realistic about this. There are going to be some bad things that happen over the next couple years. Personally, to a lot of people, you know, a lot of the things that they're talking about doing I don't think will actually happen. I just don't believe that they will be allowed to happen. But on top of all that, you know, black folks and minorities and, you know, immigrants and women have been marginalized and treated like shit in this country for a very long time, that's just not going to change. They just didn't believe that people w- literally would vote to keep them being treated like shit, which is the thing that's really blowing them away. <laughs> you know, Patton Oswald said it best. He you know- was like, I underestimated how sexist America was. I didn't believe that they were more sexist than racist, he said. I didn't believe that this country hates. Yeah, women I was gonna. I was, gonna, I was, gonna I was gonna. hate black people, and they really hate. I black
0: was people. gonna say. No, and they I, hate not only that, more, dude. No, no. I, I, well, not only that. It seems as though women really hate women. Also, they hate women. I, yeah. Oh, I women which, hate, which, was, which kind of blew hey, my look, mind.
2: Look, Layton. Here goes something, dude. And I don't care if any female listeners label me as sexist or whatever. Here goes the truth. Just like men hate men, women hate women too. And as much as we like to talk brotherhood and sisterhood, people will have irrational hate and just irrational hatred, dude. I think
1: it's even more based than that. I think it is white women voting for the interest of a white power structure. They are willing to let go. Of their personal freedoms to ensure as long as, that they, a, take
2: as, long they, as they man, get, they care. Not even a white system. Well, their white structure, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying. As long as they're man, which is that system. As long as the system they, is in place, they, all they, that other they, shit can go. <laughs> they're willing. They're willing to put Roe v. Wade
1: in jeopardy, as long as the way they can is keep the what they have in order. And that shit is scary, bruh. Yeah. All All right. right. Um, But you know what? You know
0: what? This whole strip thing. Hey,
1: um, shebang a bang. This shit ain't funny, people.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I was just gonna say, you know, this whole thing. I just want, um, I I want uh, Dave and Neil to uh, get back together on some sort of project. Uh, I I hear Neil Brennan was backstage. Yeah, uh, I mean,
1: like they still see each other and hang out, but like. They ain't got that... They're not going to work together
2: anymore. again. Yeah.
1: Neil was part of I the know. reason why he left Chappelle.
2: I know, but still, I just... A- well, hey, I got problems with Neil Brennan anyway, dude. He's a bit of a line stepper.
1: He's been around black people for a very long time, and he he's kind of taking his uh, access for granted.
2: Yeah, he ain't just been <laughs> – getting ready to get old school. He ain't just been, like, snuffed in the face, dude. Like, just – what did you just say? I As much
1: as I've been I been around for a long time, though.
2: Yeah. But as much as, like, Layton, you're saying you want to see Dave come back, I don't know if I'm ready to see Dave because one thing that I can't say is as much as it was great to see him back on television, it's been a long time, and you can tell it's been a long time. And maybe – it was just nervousness from from you know I'm doing SNL finally after all this time, but
1: it's also, also like, live, dude. yeah, but I, I think it's I mean, just think like, about how many takes you had to do to be able to get the player hated his ball.
2: Yeah, the outtakes from that alone are you know not. What
1: I mean? But like you, you get wow, Eli just Eli just went Eli and threw a, a far fun ball. I just had to let everyone know that. But, mm-hmm. like, it's Saturday Night Live, dog. They, I mean, you get one dress rehearsal at 8, and then you do the show at, at 11 30.
2: It's true.
0: That's it. Like, there yeah. ain't no more. Yeah, I mean, he hasn't really performed in front of a camera in a while. I saw him stand up. I saw him do stand up like three years ago at Radio City. Oh, you went to Radio um, City? Yeah, it was. I did go to. My brother got. For tickets for me and him. Was, what, really was that three, three years ago? ago. I, well, it was... Was it two how years long, ago? How long have you been in San Francisco? It was, uh, I've been here since March of 2015. So okay. it, it was probably the fall before because it was a little cold that night. I know. I remember the Roots. There were multiple shows and the one I saw had the Roots perform after. Okay. okay. So that was, that was what I saw. Um, and at yeah. that point, Dave was comfortable on stage, though. It.
1: Yeah, like yeah, stand up, he, he, he's still, he's real, seen, comfortable. still yeah. real comfortable. Still real comfortable. But stand-up. I mean, you
0: know, put 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 a camera in front of him, have him do, you know, working with other people, having to react off other people. He probably has not done that. Exactly. Wow, in a long time. He's not. He's not yeah. been. He's not played off another comedian in a long time, probably right? over ten years. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if you yeah. think but, about but, it,
1: like even that opening sketch with Chris Rock, like his reactions were off. Yeah. Yep. But still, Golden. And, you know, I'm not he even going to pick. He's, he's yeah, he, def- he definitely needs some takes. But but I'm happy to see him. I'm happy
0: he's out there. Oh, You
1: know, I think, I think people almost forgot how brilliant dude is. Like, we've been so inundated yep. with Louis C.K.'s brilliance that we forget that, like, there's another dude that that has a alternately different take on the world that is also brilliant and also funny. Mm-hmm. You know, Chris Rock, you know, he did Top 5, and, you know, he's done this thing. Like, there's been a lot of different outlets for comedians to showcase their brilliance, but Dave's still number one in terms of stand-up comedians right now.
0: So, um, let's speak of Chris Rock. What do you guys think about the news of him getting that uh, $40 million deal for two specials on Netflix?
2: Get your money, dog. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hey, Adam Sandler. Uh, I was just gonna say, if Adam Sandler can make all those deals for those shitty movies, That's why true. can't Chris Rock make money for putting something out? I that agree. probably oh, is gonna be better. Yeah.
0: yeah, and probably yeah, more timeless too. Yeah. I
2: yeah. Agree. If they give him the if they give him the budget to do what he needs to do with it, because I I think that Chris Rock can do very well with uh, a a pretty small budget. Um, top five couldn't have been that much expensive to put together. I hope.
1: I mean, he did a lot of that shit himself.
0: So. No.
2: Yeah. So, I can see him with two deals on Netflix putting out some, some decent content.
0: I mean, it's just going to be too special. So, I mean, like, you know, it probably takes a couple years to do one special. you got to work up your material for, right. what, an like, hour and a half? Yeah, you like know, an like hour and a half. Two hour and a half special. Yeah, that's hour and a half,
2: two hour and a half special. Too. I
0: mean, he yeah, yeah, can
1: that's do a it.
2: lot of content,
1: to be very honest. I mean, you think, like, that's what made Louis so crazy, that Louis would have... A fresh ninety minutes every three hundred and sixty-five days.
0: Yeah, and you would never yeah. see that. And then he's got again. he's got a yeah. You got to work. You got to work. He's probably going to go on tour and work it out and tweak it a bit to see gotcha. what's working before even comes
1: before it gotcha. comes and out. If,
0: so. if you've ever seen yeah, stand he, up like during the, of the
1: tour, like you know they're they're trying like they're trying to figure out at what part of the show each set of jokes is going to go. So you that's might have true. seen a joke before, but you didn't see it at that point in the show. Right. But, you know, the, it's, a, it's a huge commitment for a stand-up comedian to say they're going to do, you know, two, like, two specials. But, like, I completely believe it's worth the dough, but that's a huge commitment.
0: I
2: think yeah. he can take yeah. it. I think he can do it, though. I think he can he can do it with the ra- you know right planning time and putting everything together because more than just the content itself, it's got to be the direction of it, too. Yep. Like it's gotta be shot it well. Be like it's like gotta that, be cut well. like Kevin Hart one. But see, even, oh, the but most Kevin, recent one?
1: But nothing's really supposed to be like Kevin Hart, though. Like like take him out. Of it. Like he says he's you know, he's a comedic rock star. Like he does shit that like
2: he's doing stand-ups Eddie stand ups can't do. Well he's doing an Eddie Murphy Raw style, just like
0: I come out wild on top. But he's even doing further than Eddie. Right, but There's I, a full there's a full Casino Royale parody that takes up the first 15 yep. minutes of the movie.
2: Yep. Are you serious? With yeah. Halle
0: Berry, Ed Helms. Yeah, like with that with uh, the Halle, Halle Berry thing.
2: Is, wow. Yeah. Well, but Don it's Cheek like a full Eddie. production value, though. All right, so he is something else.
0: And he filmed that shit inside a football stadium. You the know. actual comedy is only in that special. Is only like maybe an hour, maybe less, maybe, no, maybe an probably, hour.
1: Four, probably 45, 50 minutes.
2: Yeah, I can
0: imagine. That's why they have to pad it out with that, uh, that, yeah. that that thing.
1: Because it was in theaters, so you definitely got padded. Yeah.
0: yeah. Right. But, you know, having
1: all that said, <coughs> Kevin can still do a stand-up, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I think people forget that about Kevin. Kevin can still do a stand-up. The, right. The, you know, he has a team of writers. I shouldn't say a team. It's two guys that, you know, kind of help him craft jokes for those big specials. The majority of those cats don't have that though. Oh, okay. It like don't, don't let it take anything away from Kevin. Like these guys have been with him for a super long time. They understand his voice. So it's very. like a Drake
0: it's like a Drake it's like a Drake situation. Think yeah. about it like
1: this. Like you know what Russell will like, right? You know what type of movies he he'll like, you know what type yeah. of you know, films he like. You know, before you even meet for, uh, for, I'm sorry, the Long and Late Movie Show, you know how Shira's going to feel about a particular film, right? Yeah, usually, yeah. Now, imagine you guys have been doing this shit for 20 years. You can pretty much finish Mm -hmm. each other's sentences. That's roughly what this is. Okay. So, you I don't want people to kind of like, you know, Uh, I don't want people to feel like Kevin's not writing his own jokes anymore. That's not what I'm saying. It's just that, you know, he has people that kind of helped him craft content from time to time.
2: Right. Which, I mean, Eddie had the same deal, right? Um, It it wasn't. Richard did. Richard did because he had Paul Mooney I know Richard did. Yeah, he had Mooney and a few other people with him. But I'm sure Eddie had – I'm, I'm not saying that Eddie was, like, you know, getting help, but he had the same kind of thing, like, you know, working with other people and, you know, you feeding off your, your crew vibe and everything. So. But see,
1: the all like but the all comics do that, though. They're like, yo, oh. you know, I, I had this joke. I came up with this joke, but it doesn't really work for my style. It might work better for you. And they give it to you, and then you kind of flesh it out. Right. You know what I mean? Like, the, the, that's just kind of comedians do that.
0: But I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Alright. Um, let's uh let's move it off uh, that and let's move into Atlanta, FX's uh I wanna brilliant. say breakthrough breakout series, brilliant series yeah. um of the of the year. Uh, when we um, last uh, spoke, I believe uh, I had only seen the last two episodes. The first um the first I'm sorry, first, first two episodes. episodes, but since then I've seen all of them and I'm um, just going to go through some things that I really enjoyed. I um, really enjoyed. Um, you know, so starting with episode three, when Ern and van going to date to a fancy restaurant. Um, I really, uh, you know, just, just, I mean, just a really, really great, really, really great, funny kind of offbeat episode here with, um, you know, especially ordering, um, really expensive stuff when you really don't have the money. Um, uh, uh, that kind of stuff. Um, you know, the P- Paperboy and Dar- Darien meeting, uh, Darius meeting Nigos out in the woods. Yeah, for the drug
2: deal. Yeah, yeah. that was great.
0: Um, uh, I really, the, the next episode is called the Streisand effect. And by the way, guys, to chime in with any thoughts on any of these episodes. I'm just going to go all through the next eight episodes. So, yeah, yeah. Streisand effect. This is the one, um, strike Streisand effect. Paperboy, um... He, he meets this internet troll guy, what's his name, Z- Zander. Xander, Z- yeah. yeah. Zan 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 Zan.
2: Xan, um, yeah.
0: Yeah, uh, you know, it, 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 it's not, it's, it, it made me realize the show is really offbeat, and it's just, it's not really has, like, a coherent story over, or season-long storyline. But it does. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, it kind of does. It, 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 it all yeah, there's no kind of to it. it, it, it.
1: These are all the pitfalls <laughs> of people who are trying to make it in the music industry.
0: There are right. going to be haters,
1: there are going to be people who come at you crazy, and the best thing is, like, don't respond to them. This dude, literally, he's only doing this to take people like Paperboy down. Right? Earn told him, don't respond to this dude.
0: Yeah, this There's, dude is just dude If, you, do if he, you know, Paperboy is not going to allow these people, to, this guy to talk about him like that, man, come on. You Yo. Just, Okay. You gotta, res- you gotta you respect his name, light- man. You want some real
1: life shit? Put some
0: respect in his name. You gotta put yeah. some respect in his okay. name.
1: Okay, no. Don't even go as far as Birdman. Think about Meek Mill. When he tried to come back on Twitter at everyone who came at him, how did that shit work out for him? Uh,
2: roasted. Or, no. They roasted him, dude. Spit fire. I mean, it was done. This
1: the internet, exactly, will the, exactly, the, the internet will always win. Exactly. The internet will always win. Win. There's way more of them. The, like, they took that moment, and they made it in a very personal, and, and they gave you a person, like they gave you an avatar. Mm-hmm. Zan is an avatar for the rest of the internet, and mm-hmm. like the shit is brilliant. Don't overlook it. Uh, don't, don't think it's like uh, offbeat. That shit is
0: really, really perfect.
2: Yeah.
0: The whole, the thought about
2: it. Yeah, because the whole like he's telling you the whole chain of events with the show are the various people that. They will run into and meet on their their pathway to making it or to start them like yep. from the internet dude till you know Black Beaver. Yeah, the Black Beaver to him running into you know his his girl, Ur, you know Earns girl meeting with the the groupie, sack chaser, whatever you want to call we'll, it. I don't know. You call we'll, we'll,
0: we'll, we'll, get like, we'll, we'll get there. we'll get there. We'll get But
2: no, I mean, like all of those things are real. Like it's a, such a cohesive show that it's just like these short moments of craziness to happen. That are met along with this backbone of Earn is struggling to make it and,
0: and provide,
2: for provide for his family. Yeah, that's it.
0: Uh, so the next episode is uh, is is, the, is is the Justin Bieber episode played yeah. by played by a black guy um, at, at a Black charity Bieber was great man. Black Bieber is it, it, it's hilarious. Um, meanwhile, sure. Earn. It goes to, like, a real high-powered agent's party, I guess.
1: Yeah, like um, all the agents of all the... So apparently they have these parties at these celebrity games or whatever, right, where, where mm-hmm. all of the celebrities are upstairs or, you know, playing a game, doing whatever the, the thing is. All the, the agents and all the, the reps, they all hang out. they and like... Deals. Yeah, exactly. So Earn is literally getting placed in the room with the people who are making the decisions. Like... It's an incredible situation for him to kind of land into. Like, it's uh, People think that Atlanta is abstract. This shit is so fucking on the nose, though.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, you kind of blow my mind here when I start thinking about it that way. Um, like, they're literally showing you the magic trick. But yeah. you're
1: watching, like you're getting caught by the left hand when the ball is still in the right hand the whole time.
0: Uh, I, I like the ending of that episode where Justin Bieber, you know, you know, after being a jerk, he apologizes, but then he uses it as a catalyst to launch into the album, see, so, so new the new single. The new that's new album. exactly
1: it. Yeah, that's. It. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, next up, value. Um, so Van, um, the Van yeah. episode. This is the van episode. There's yep. no urn, pretty much. Uh, there's no urn or anyone else other than a van. Paperboy shows up real there, quick. Yeah, Alfred's in
2: it. Yeah, yeah. Alfred, well, she was hilarious. Yeah. Just his uh, head.
0: Yes, yes. Um, yeah, so it, it's really, it's the first 10, 15 minutes are basically this real kind of tense dinner between two women who are best friends, but also,
2: friends. they're friends.
0: They're friends. friends. But they're also, you know, you can tell a few years ago they used to be in the same stage of life, I guess. Um, when one stayed while one had a kid and I don't know if I would define one maturing or not. But like, uh, you know,
1: know. One, one, one took stayed, a very different road.
0: Yeah, one took a different different road. Um, as as uh, the friend Jake says, you became the kind of person you used to make fun of.
1: Yep. Um, mm-hmm. that, that shit is so true. And in Atlanta, it is really easy to do that. Like, let's, let's yeah. not also overlook the fact that while a lot of this shit is on the nose, a lot of this is very, like, all of this can happen in and around Atlanta.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think mm-hmm. a lot of this uh, can happen.
0: Yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah, so, you know, you know then, you know, there's, there's, a, there's a hint of jealousy when she, she hears about how, you know, Jade's flying to London in the morning, then she's going to go to Paris the week after you know, while Shit. she is, she's, you know, living, she doesn't, you know, regret her daughter or anything, but like, you know, no. she, she, she wouldn't mind, you know, flying around, uh, uh, you know, flying around to London and Paris, you know, that's, that was kind of for what she was interested in a couple of years ago, maybe she kind of misses it, I thought it was real poignant to see, um, I thought the, um, the, 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 then eventually her friend, you know, they'd kind of make up and smoke a lot of weed, but then Van kind of forgets that she has a drug test the next morning. And uh, then that leads into some whole, a whole bunch of uh, good paperboy jokes. To well, it also leads
1: into some fucking science. The
0: fucking science necessary to get that urine, boy. Woo! Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Jeez. She uh, she basically, yeah, uh, she goes through some pads there and, like, just... Oh, my oh, God. I don't want
2: to use anything. Diapers, yeah, Yeah, dude, I I'd never seen something like that before, that was amazing, like.
1: They're very absorbent, you know, they're they're very absorbent. I was (laughs) completely blown away by just, uh, oh.
2: To go to those extremes, though, is what is so
0: crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so she basically, you know, she she ends up, uh, you know, messing up on the, Well, on the drug test, basically, and then she she tells her boss, and uh, she still gets fired she gets fired anyway. Dude, no, 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 no.
2: You have to say what happened when she tells her
0: boss. You, because she tells her boss, boss, and her boss reveals to her, her it's too expensive. It's too expensive to test multiple times, so we only test once. Once. (laughs) So she's like,
2: kind of like, I I thank you for your honesty, but we're gonna have to let you go now.
0: Terrible. Oh. Alright, so next up is an episode called uh Ban, the Black African Network. Um uh, the Black American that's Network. <laughs>
1: Yo. They're, the Black American Network. Good God.
0: So it's so good. So the episode is mainly, you know, it mainly consists of kind of like a a Charlie Rose type talk show. Um, in, in fact, the episode has like fake ads going on. There's a there's a Dodge yeah. Charger ad that plays through the entire. There are four. Yeah. Yeah. Some real some real crazy ads there, um, that really pays off at the end there. Um, yeah. But uh, the the general gist is that you know Paperboy said some stuff about uh, was it trans people. Caitlyn uh, well, yeah, like, He I don't said have to something find, about you know, Caitlyn Jenner. He wrote a tweet. Yep. about how you know you can't force me to find Caitlyn Jenner attractive or something like that. Yep. Uh, and uh, so that, that that got him and I got him on the show. And he's there with another, you know, so with a with a woman scholar on, um, you know, some probably, probably some gender studies woman, and yep. they're really trying to dig into uh, Piverboy and uh, get him some trouble. Um, so I think the episode is about transitions and changes, and um, it's, in, it's the black culture and its intersection with trans people. Um, and uh, Paperboy is like, he starts leaning over, he's like, what the, f-? I'm like, did i get myself did you get me on tour? Um, so, you know, just a, it's a lot of comedy there, um, but, you know, as I, was ta- as I was talking to David about this, uh, in between the two sketches with Paperboy, there is a sketch where there is a, there is a, a black guy, I think he's in Detroit, I think he's in Detroit, a black guy who believes that he's a 35-year-old white man, yeah. Um, I I forgot what the name of the white guy was, but um, yeah. Uh, so they had like a, like a like a like a like a little special interview section with him, and I was laughing. Uh, I was laughing a lot. And then you know, as I told David, you know, he goes, the black guy goes up to the bar. He's like, he's, he's practicing all his white guy things. And he goes, uh, hey man, what kind of FBA's you got on the top? And I was like. Nope. That's, come
1: on, man. <laughs> Late was up here, like, Look, legitimately arguing with me that IPAs are not a strictly white guy thing, and I'm like, who started? Who started the IPA revolution? If a damn sure wasn't us. No, white people. You... Look, man. Look.
2: I'm telling... <laughs> I can't I, I, I'm... You can't. You can't, I can't, get
0: can't... Get away... you can't get away from them and say. Damn... Man, like if you're not ordering IPA in IP San Francisco, you're not ordering a beer. Drink Hennessy. I mean, That's bullshit. <laughs> get yourself a <laughs> Mickey's. Where, 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 are you gonna find it? They still beer? got like, Silver Reserve out there. Oh, 211? No, 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 <laughs> so no, eleven? No,
2: no. Some no, old English.
0: No, no. no <laughs> Drinking thatty light.
1: No, uh, nah, they got. You know they got that old English out there. You really need like, the party going.
0: You guys.
2: Get yourself you, a Saint Oz.
0: There's some double, they, people are doing double IPAs out here, man. Are what doing is double a double IPAs. IPA?
2: What does that even mean? It's, uh-huh.
0: it's, even, it's even more hoppy than an IPA. Oh,
2: that's literally it. It's just extra hops. Like that's disgusting.
0: Well, that's the whole point of an IPA. An IPA was made with extra hops so that it could survive the trip from England to India. So, um. From, yeah, from from England to India without losing flavor. So now if you could double like never lose. Hey, hold on, dude. I
2: just, <laughs> damn it. Listening to Layton right now, dude, I just stared into my own imaginary camera. <laughs> 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 just here. it
1: wow. You know. You just broke your, your own own ma- imaginary fourth wall <laughs> in the <crib>. Yeah, <laughs> guys, You guys, do,
0: you, nice, guys do you guys home. not do Look. brewery chores? Do you guys uh, not do brewery I, chores? I,
2: uh, Layton, I Now, Alex, very, you're
0: in California, so I, you I must know that there's a lot of IPAs. Any part of I know a lot about beer, but
2: here goes the thing. I will fail to admit how much I know about beer because some of it is embarrassing and some of it is just stupid. And double IPAs, uh, putting something on nitro.
0: Like, I, I don't want to get into well, it Now, now you're going to tell me this feeling like what nitro is. Come on. No! I, there's nothing wrong with having one,
2: but it's corny, dude. Like,
0: it,
2: it's gotten to the corn level. Like, well, I will say that
0: petro beers be take too long to pour. They, they take too long to pour because they're so foamy. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, so so there's some other stuff in there that really that's really funny. The, I I oh. thought it was hilarious. <laughs> I, 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 he goes up to like a, a black guy talking to two cops, and he's like. I don't, this guy is not from this neighborhood. I don't know this guy. And the guy's like, but he's the one who calls us. Yeah. He just walks away. just walks away. Oh, uh, it was, it was that entire sketch just had me, um, that had me rolling, man. Uh, and the way his calm demeanor, his calm demeanor talking about stuff, his mom, that, that entire sketch, uh, just had me rolling, man. And then.
2: Man, when he started talking about his job and what he did for a living, <laughs> and his mom turned around and was like, he ain't got no job. Cause he was so like sincere about that job and that position, dude. Oh. Ah, yeah.
0: yeah. So um, then, then, yeah. Then they kind of transitioned to um, the, the they had uh, paperboy, uh, the 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 woman, um, the, the the woman, uh, gender studies woman, and the uh, and the um, the white guy, thirty five year old white guy, um, you know, doing a video talk and, and he is hilarious. I mean, like I was. He was just so sincere about it. The performance was just so, so fantastic. I was just rolling. I was just rolling the entire time. I was, I saw that. Um, uh, Yeah. Any any you guys got anything else to say, um, just in general, about that?
1: No, the whole episode was great. But it it, it really got me when Alfred's sitting here explaining it, and the gender studies woman was like,
0: yeah, I agree. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, because it upset the the host because he's like, Thoreau Thoreau Montague, I think. it's Montague,
2: the very Don Don Lemon-like character. (laughs) Yeah, that
1: that shit was great. Black American Network was really, really good. It was so good, dude. I think for a lot of people, it was a turning point on when they, like, because it was one of the few that was satirical in a way that wasn't so on the nose, and you won't realize it until you go back and watch the episodes later. Like, I've watched all of them twice. And, Lee, I, I would suggest you do it again. You'll start to see some things that you might have missed the first time. Like, that was the <laughs> one where people were like, oh, yeah, this shit is brilliant. All right, yeah, okay, I'll,
0: I'll check that out. Um, all right, next up, the club. Um, since so this yeah, episode. Oh um, God, that shit describes every the aspect of the <laughs> club that I hate.
2: Yes, when he said, uh, fuck the club, oh, I was like, all of that.
0: So Paperboy has performed well, Is he performing or is he well, doing it was it an, appearance? an
2: appearance? He didn't perform. It was an appearance.
0: It was an appearance. He, 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 was, he gets $5,000 for an appearance at the club. He's, he's sitting in VIP uh, with some rosé um, oh, and the, the episode is basically Ern has to go pick up the $5,000 for the appearance while he has to deal with a, a shady uh, Senegalese uh, club, club promoter uh, who keeps on disappearing on him. Um, there's two things that really you know kinda really stand out about, you know, the club. There's a conversation between Urn and, and a waitress that's yep. uh, kind of really mind blowing and then there is the you know, the entire throughout the entire night, Paperboy is talking with a, a beautiful woman. Um and um she, you know, and after after the club night is over, she just starts to take off without even getting Paperboy's number. And Paperboy's like, Yo, what the hell is this? And she was like, uh what do you expect you know, you got to talk to a a cute girl all night, uh, you got what you wanted. And I was like, yeah.
1: I, I love your jokes. Yeah. We have fun, right?
0: What else? Yeah. Um, I got a boyfriend. Like, for you. was like, what the fuck? He's like, fuck the club. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he gets real upset about that. Um, what'd you guys think about the conversation about the, what the, what, you know, the wages basically sons sun, earned? Uh, what do you think about that? Well, uh, some truth bombs,
2: yeah.
0: You know? No, it was, it, you know what? Honestly, some he keeps on saying he hates the club. He keeps, keeps on saying that he hates the club, and she was like, you know, if he really hated it, you wouldn't be here. There's a reason right. why
2: everybody's. And even when he was like, oh, well, I'm here for work, she was like, just stop with the bullshit. Like, it, some of it was, was true, and then some of it, it depends on a, a person's situation, but I've been in a scenario where I was at the club, even though I was pretending, like, dude, I don't want to be here but you know you really want it to be there. And there have been times where I was like, I'm at the club, and I know I want it to be at the club. So it was it was very truthful, <laughs> the whole episode of, you know, people's expectations and their interactions. And it, it was the way that, like, she, like, really sunned Earn on it was, like, very true in a sense. Because when we look at Earn's character, like, Earn, besides wanting to earn and provide for his family – Ern wants to make something out of this. He wants to be able to enjoy himself and, and have a good time as much as it looks like he's a character that doesn't. Um, yep. And a, should, oh, actually, this, That's like, a
1: really good point because they he, show that shit.
2: Yeah. He wants to enjoy himself and have a good time. Now, if that instance, he was busy trying to get money, you know, yeah, he was getting money, but at the moment when dude would stop him, he was still standing there and like, oh, I had these drinks oh yeah yeah okay you know he, he go like oh i got no other choice but to drink i'm like i hate yeah. shots yeah and if he really didn't care he would have just been like all right well fuck it i'm gonna hand it to the you know to the waitress i'm gonna put it back on the bar and go like he still was enjoying himself and getting something out of it even at the end when he finally like caught up to do one last time and got a drink you know when he met the waitress it was like all right i'll have the most expen- you know i'm gonna have some expensive ass fucking whiskey And it's really just, like, the whole point she was making was, like, dude, don't front about why you're here. Like, you want to be here because it's the club, it's an event. Like, don't lie to yourself. And at the same time, you could see how Alfred was in that same kind of mode, too. Like, he was keeping up that guard, but then let it down once he ran into some girls. And once he saw... I forgot what the dude's name was that had the quote-unquote invisible car. Like, yeah. you could see his hat. Marcus Miles. Yeah, Marcus basketball, basketball player. Yeah. So, that goddamn
1: invisible car was the greatest,
2: by the way. Man, best gag ever. But yeah, I think the whole point was showing that. Like, you know, everybody has to deal with it, and at a certain point, you know, there's a reason why you say fuck the club. You know, like, Alfred knew to watch out for shady club promoters. You know, uh, you know, you gotta say Earn himself was on a fuck the club because of the shit he had to go through to get in there, but, you know, in the end, the truth of the matter was he was enjoying himself. So, you know, it's you know, it was a really good telling episode, man. It's a very truthful episode about the things we go through and how we you know, how we feel and like that experience of like going to clubs and dealing with the whole I don't know, how drum out of it. And all I can say is I haven't been in a club since okay, yeah, almost a decade. So I don't know how it is now. I can only know what I hear from you know youngins,
0: and it's it's just uh, even worse now. Cause uh, yeah, I have I haven't <laughs> been to uh, a black black club in a long time, so like, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I don't know what it's like anymore. Um, no, I don't know.
1: Yeah,
0: like that's i I'll tell you I what. Know. I'll tell you what these clubs out here. I mean, it's it's all this uh, EDM music. I can't I can't deal with it.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you up in the back. Never go on my side of things. I feel like an LA club is somewhat similar to an Atlanta club, if not worse, because just as much as that girl was like, you know, to Alfred, basically, oh, you know, we have fun, it was cool, hang out. Like these girls out here are are very blatant. Like, no, no, this is what it's all about. You know, oh yeah, drink drink? and talk. Yeah, buy me a drink, talk, like, yes. hey, you, I'm, I'm trying, dude, I know enough to know that it is, it is a career path to, to go moving about that, just like in that value episode, same shit happens with chicks at the club, man, it's just, it's like, oh yeah, we hanging out, we having fun, that's it. Yeah, that is, that is true, I mean, like, uh, you know.
0: I'm sure, Damon, even back in your day... uh,
1: Wow. Wow. He's He's just trying to to. age you like that. That's what we're going to do tonight.
0: Okay. It's got to be, like, what, 15 years from from you were single in a club, man?
1: Uh, It's been a long time. Let's see. Yeah.
0: 13
1: 13. years.
0: 13. Since you were single in a club, yeah. 12
1: 12 years. But it'll be 13 in February. Yeah, so... It's been twelve years since I've been single in the club. Thirteen, year, about thirteen years since I've been single in anybody's club. I've been nowhere close <laughs> to anybody's club. Wow. I didn't like going when I was single. Really? You kind of had to go, man. I mean, you go. I like. I I didn't enjoy. The, I don't enjoy the vibe of a club. Like on top of the fact that I'm a music snob, I only want to hear backpacker hip hop. Like, like you're not going to get me in a public space where you're going to play some shit. Where I'm generally going to be excited, like we had one place <laughs> that we used to go to this little spot called Modern, and the DJ used to play a lot of the shit that we liked. That was like our favorite place in the world, but we knew everybody in there. There wasn't no new people in there. I was like, I was
2: going to Modern to meet people.
0: <laughs>
2: Let me. Yeah. All right. So I'm so. I'm. This is so interesting to me because as much as I love hip hop and I'm ahead and I wanted to back out. I couldn't help myself but go to a club to get wild with it. It's just like, mm-hmm. I, I'd gone to clubs just like you said, Dan, that I was like, you know, especially out here in L.A. in, like, the early aughts, there were a lot of places to go. A little Temple was always dope. These, you know, different places, Temple Bar, dope places played hip-hop, had DJ spinning, you know, a lot of guys that were great. But then it was like, and, and, and excuse me because I'm getting ready to get ratchet, but. We would have those, those nights where we'd be like, hey man, it's Saturday night, it's time to go down Sunset, it's time to go to Hollywood Boulevard, let's get up in these clubs and get ratchet, and let's, you know, just, let's get up in here and get some drinks and get on these holes." and it was just, I, I, I guess like the turn your mind off of it, and something just like, I don't know, animalistic about just going in there and wilding out, getting my drink on, and. Especially I, when it was at the height of Little John's and yeah, see, I, I never enjoyed that. dumb music like the worst. I
1: never moves. enjoyed that. Oh, oh good time. People, like you would think I just took myself too seriously. Like I just didn't enjoy that. So like modern would it, the the type of shit that we would get loose to do would play like the Jackson Five, and we would be in there stepping and you know doing or you remember when Nike had those. uh those basketball commercials that the Neptunes made to be for, yeah, dude would play that at the club. And we would go break down and start checking each other like we were playing basketball. Like, that was the type of shit that we would do. That's, uh,
0: that's, that's, that's yes. different. That's different. Yeah. <laughs> exactly.
2: I, I got no words for you, brother.
1: Exactly. Do that's it. what I'm trying to tell you. Like, I did not enjoy going to club. Like, I couldn't sit there and have a whole night of Little John. Like, I couldn't, have, I couldn't sit there, like, when everyone's talking about to the window, to the wall, and all that shit, and just, like, yeah. losing their mind, and, like, like everyone, or when No Limit was real big. Like, I did not enjoy any of that. Or you go in, especially in Boston, when I was in school, you know, Heads High, like that shit, Heads High would come on at least four times of every party. <laughs> I did not, I still don't enjoy that shit. It's not. It's not even like, you know. I haven't changed much in that regard. I just don't enjoy it. Like it's not fun for me. Like I can't just be like, oh, I can ab- I can like this music now because I'm drinking and there are girls here. No, the music still sucks to me.
0: No, I, I was like, I was about. Uh, you know, I'm drinking and there's girls here, so I'm gonna enjoy this music.
1: I get it. it, it trust me. I get, like. I'm, I've matured to the point now where I don't judge people for liking it, because I, I definitely judged people when I was younger. It's like, how can you just <laughs> like this shit just because there are girls and and look here, you can go somewhere else where there are girls and look at it got better music uh, for whatever reason, man. I, is, I just couldn't that, turn myself off. That's true. That's true.
2: Yeah, that's true. You that know, very true. But
1: it, it, so t- I say all that to say, I hate the club. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: Man, fuck the club, basically. That's
0: it. That's it. Uh, uh, next episode. Um, uh, next episode. Uh, June-teenth. That uh, Juneteenth.
2: Juneteenth. Uh, oh,
0: that, so Earn. Juneteenth might be my favorite episode of the season. Uh, I I liked it a lot actually. Um, so um. Earn basically accompanies Van to a Juneteenth theme party. Uh, you know, uh, earlier we mentioned that Van pretty much lost. Uh her job, so she's kind of in a like a networking uh mode right now. Um, and the she's at a real fancy party at a real expensive house. The owner is owners are, you know, like a a black woman and a and a rich white guy, uh, who seems to know a lot a lot more about black culture than than Ern does. And he's very disappointed that that Ern is not as in touch with his uh culture as uh, he is apparently. Um so there's a lot a lot of great uh Things there, I you know personally, I have not personally encountered this uh, kind of white guy, but I'm sure that they do exist. Um, but I personally have not encountered this kind of white guy. Um, there's some good conversations there um, he, he, uh, between Van and the and the black wife. Uh, she she basically says, you know, I know he's kind of I know he's kind of crazy, but I mean, like, I basically find my happiness in money, and uh, you know, I'm I'm okay with it. And then um, I, I also thought that the, the white guy delivered some some strong slam poetry there. Um, he oh made yeah, sure that, I like, am a man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like it took me back to my days uh, 2002 at NYU. Man, I was, I was that I was spoken one,
1: word. Yo, I bet that spoken word in New York was <laughs> off the hook.
0: I, I it, it it took me back, man. I, was, uh, I I couldn't handle it. I was hitting the New, York, New Rican, the New York and Poetry Cafe. Oh, yeah. We went um, out to
1: New York again.
2: Uh, uh, yeah,
0: I mean, like, I, I
2: definitely grew up in the of
1: ultimate to go to New York I'm, I'm, I'm going
0: to yeah. be that
2: person, dude, because y'all yeah. just going to hate me. I never really enjoyed that shit.
0: Um, trust me, after after a year, I couldn't yeah. stand it
1: anymore. It was a I, scene. You? Yeah, But I used to perform sometimes. So, like, I, I would, I would get my little poetry off. We had a little uh, $5 <laughs> open mic nights out here on Mondays. And I definitely used to go out there on whatever piece I was working on and try and get it off.
0: Yeah. yeah. yeah I
1: some of them shitty poetries,
0: man. <laughs> 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 it, was uh, to, it was definitely a way to meet fellow black people, and I uh, it was all about that my, my first
1: couple of years. See, like, the, the spoken word community was basically the same cast that were at the hip-hop community in D.C., because the hip-hop community is real small out here. Yeah. So, so we're
2: in the same people all the time.
1: Yeah, yeah like these are the same cats but like the MCs wouldn't necessarily do the spoken words right? I would see them on Thursdays at the uh, this junk car reunion Thursdays where they would just basically play like head nod music so all the old school hip hop shit where like you knew all the words to like all of that shit <laughs> so I would see them on Thursdays but like all the people who would like be there but you didn't really like you knew them some of them would be pop lockers, some of them would just be in there drinking, listening to music. They would show up on Mondays and they would do the spoken word joint.
0: <laughs>
1: I'll never forget I had like I worked on wow. this piece for like three weeks. And this girl took me down there. No, we weren't even dating. She was just like, Hey, I know you like to write. Let me take you to a spot. Cool. I've been working on this joint. I was about to go up and I'll never forget this cat named Gerald. And he was up before me, and the, and the name of the uh, his piece was $5 because it cost you $5 to get in. And it was basically a piece about how all these motherfuckers come up here and, like, use that same Love Jones kind of uh, <laughs> speech pattern and how shitty all of their pieces were, and it was like, I want my $5 back. After I heard that shit, the whole room erupted. I was like, nope, I'm not going tonight. (laughs) Hell no. (laughs) (laughs) Wow.
2: Yep. Seriously. Oh (laughs) Yeah, that made me go like, yeah, you know what? I'm done tonight.
1: (laughs) Yo, I definitely put my fucking folder back there like, nope. Yo, I had a book. I had like a a rhyme book. <laughs> and I was like, I put that jar right back down. <laughs> walked right outside to the car, put another quarter in the meter, and was like, "You are not coming out tonight." <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Gee>.
2: <laughs> oh my god! Yeah,
0: but um, but Damon, any other thoughts on just the uh, the dynamics of that episode between Van and the the host? And, you know, Van and uh I mean. uh ern and the, the white dude uh, what some any other thoughts on that all right so check it out
1: van like so there's a moment where you're like what the fuck is wrong with her doesn't she realize that this dude is whack and ridiculous and mm-hmm. like he's just pilfering black culture and they had a conversation and she was like yeah i know exactly who he is i know exactly what he does but guess what he's rich he allows me to do all the shit I want to do. And opulence. I has it because of that shit.
2: Yeah, I got this big old house. Like, right. she tells them I got um, this house.
0: He gets to say that he has a black wife. He gets to say that he has a black yeah, wife. exactly. He say he has a black wife. And I'm fine so with it. No, no, no. Look, this goes
1: right back to the
2: club. You got what you came for. Yep. And it goes right back to the value episode. It's the same That's thing. It. Like, hey, I am I know what it's about. And you know what's, like, the interesting thing that was really good, dude, is um, I was listening to a, uh, another podcast, and they had the actress, uh, Cassandra Freeman, and she was talking about her role and, like, that whole part and, like, you know, what the character meant and what that, that meant in that situation. And it was really all of that. Like, she was really saying, like, Oh, I know he's ridiculous. I know that he says this crazy ass stuff. Because for a fact, she says he knows more about black people than I know, and that's fine. I have this amazing, wonderful house, and I have all of this. And then she and she goes right back to her like, "Girl, I can help you. Like, you know, he earns not bad. Like Ivy League. Like we can work with him. Like, you know, it was all there. And even then." When they had the moment where, um, you know, they basically, wow. are reveals, like, what he's doing to try and earn money,
1: she still. Well, it wasn't just, even that. It, the, the white dude blew a spot up. No.
0: Cause cause, he wrecked it yeah. the, because he recognized. Yeah. Because the black woman was not okay with rap music. She's, she's one of those black people who's like, oh, you make money in rap. Yeah, no, but the white yeah.
1: dude blew it open, though, because he was like, you're Paperboy's manager. Man, yeah. ever since the shooting, which is another thing that I really like about this show, nothing happens in a vacuum. Shit that happened in the first two episodes is still coming back to haunt them. It's still part of it. And I guarantee you, next season, Alfred's probably going to go to jail for the robbery that he beat up the Senegalese dude. Yes. like <laughs> nothing happens in a vacuum. Nothing happens for no reason. All that shit happens, But the, the white dude blew it open. And Ern, you know, he doesn't want to necessarily be ashamed of that shit. He, he wants to be proud of it because he's helping his cousin, right? But Van is like, she, she hopes he's somewhat ashamed enough to be able to, right? you know, get through this moment so she can get what she needs from the woman. Because Van also recognizes this is some bullshit. She's just trying to get whatever she can out of it.
2: Exactly. Yeah, she's playing. She's playing a part. Like she's trying to do whatever she needs to do to make it. But you know, like
1: at the point end of is, the day, real like real recognized real. Let's get the fuck out of here. Right. I can't fake be the beauty, um, motherfuckers.
0: Yeah. Um, by the way, so let's. Can I? Can Can you guys kind of go into that? Um, she She gets real emotional when Ern. It seems as though he has some genuine like. He, he delivers like a genuine speech about how much he values Van in front of these three women, and mm-hmm. she just like kind of loses it there. Um, you know, did you guys, you know, what do you guys think about that? I, I I thought I thought it was real cool because like it kind of leads to her just wanting to leave like earned did, and basically they have wanted to have sex with him and just be with him. Yeah, but it
1: that though, like remember where he ended up in the beginning of the episode?
0: Yeah, He was with another woman, and she saw that. Yeah, right. And she was
1: pissed off about that.
2: Exactly.
0: Exactly. So all of that shit was
1: like, that was his apology, but also, like, his genuine thoughts on who she is in his life. Right? The reason why she's saying these memes is because it's incredible that you would think this, you would hold me up to this standard, and yet you still treat me like shit. Right. You're mean.
2: Yeah, you're mean. How
1: how dare you feel this way about me? How dare you be able to articulate it so well in a way that people who don't know us would feel like that shit is the greatest thing ever, that our relationship is great because you value me this way, but behind closed doors you treat me like shit.
2: Right. And even then, even then, so what was also telling was like after he said that and then they walked away, he totally turned flat. Like because remember before that happened they had an argument about like you know the whole party how he was like this is kind of whack and she's telling him like look I just need you to pretty much shut the fuck up yep go to this thing let me yes. talk to this woman so that I can do something and build something for your daughter our
1: daughter yeah
2: right like this yep. is this is beyond me and earn you know because. He's so earnest in his feelings about this, and he can't fake the funk over. Yep, stuff. He can't fake it. Yep. He he, you know, he lashes out by one. He says something very truthful and got to her, and at the same time, he did that to sting her.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: At the same time, he cares, but he knew by saying those caring words about how he felt in that moment after that fight, not only got how he felt felt across, but it was done in a very way to sting her. Yep. And, you know, she was upset. You know, she was upset after that. Like, how dare you do that shit? Because after he said it, he turned around and was completely like, all right, well, you know, kind of like, that was good, right? That's what you wanted. You know? Yeah. Yep. So like, it, it was is very cognizant. He's incredibly cognizant of everything he does. Right. Very aware of his surroundings. I mean, they and they told us, you know, in this character himself of Earn, they, they mentioned how smart he is. Yeah. You know.
1: His name is Earn, sure for Ernest because he's an earnest guy. Right. Like that shit is again, it's right on the nose. That shit is not a fucking, you know, coincidence. All he's trying to do is earn money, but he's an earnest guy, so he can't take the short way around. Like Darius' whole thought process, he can't get with it all the way. Hmm. Like, this whole thing, like, the way that Ern is with Van, even when he finally managed to get to the point where she was kind of accepting of who he was, his position, where he was right then, and everything was cool. Like, what we all think he really wants is to be with her, be able to, you know, make a family with the, the mother of his child and have everything be simple. He goes left.
0: Yeah,
1: right, and then cue elevators. This is all mm-hmm. in a jacket, by the way. After uh, Juneteenth, Juneteenth is 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 really an incredible episode, by the way. It is. Just the like the the dialogue and kind of the assumptions, like when Ern goes to get a drink, right, and the oh. way he's judged by the bartender, like that whole deal. When homie spilled the joint on him, and he was like, "Fuck is this? Is this Red Bull?" Is it Red Bull vodka? Yeah. It, where you get that from? From the bartender. It's like eight to, that's what I thought, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, and at that point, it just you know confirmed all of his suspicions about how they were treating him, like mm-hmm. all this other stuff. Juneteenth is a brilliant, brilliant episode. Absolutely brilliant the jacket is
0: brilliant on a different level. Um, so speaking really of the like... jacket, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, so Ern, you know, Ern wakes up uh, at the club. I mean, I'm sorry, at, at someone's house. Um, the guy's telling him, you know, that they're boys, but they're not boys. Not really yeah. I mean, y'all my niggas, but y'all not <laughs> I don't really know y'all my niggas. <laughs>
2: not really. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. So uh, so Earn, so Ern wakes up uh, at a party and he's, um, he's, he's, he's on the guy's uh, bed. Uh, he's, on, he's somewhere. And he's looking for his jacket. The episode is pretty much him walking around Atlanta, looking for his jacket. <clears throat> looking, looking for his jacket. Um, you know, he pulls up a lot. You know, he he tries to retrace the steps of the night. He pulls up a long Snapchat conversation, uh, Snapchat that uh, Paperboy has done, and he sees that You know, he's in his, he has the jacket pretty much the entire night um, until he uh, he thinks he leaves it in an Uber car. Um, they try to meet, do a meet up with the Uber driver. And uh, things go wrong, and, uh, uh, so they get caught up in a police situation, um, and we're uh, hey. er, next. Er, police
2: agent. Really quickly,
1: before you go, before you go any further, yeah. I want you to take. Like, go for it. The next time you watch that, because I want you to watch again. Pay attention to Paperboy.
0: He recognized all of that. Shit.
2: Oh
0: man. yeah, yeah, he's like, you know, this oh, is man. a real quiet block. You know, ain't nobody little,
2: around. Ain't nothing going on. He was he's looking dead. around.
0: He was looking around. He I was I so know. tuned in to what was going to happen.
1: Like, just watching that shit was crazy.
0: Man. I mean, I just I I there Literally as soon yeah, I, literally I was, as, as he yeah. drove off, he was like, oh, cops are off. Yeah. The cops yeah. just burst off. Yeah. Which is so funny. Dude, I because as they were shooting that scene,
2: I immediately was like, nah, something ain't right about this. Like I just looked at it, it was like, yep, that's that look. Like he knew it was a setup, yep. And he just didn't know if it was the cops or if they were gonna get robbed. And I was like, dude, this sounds shaky. Like his his awareness and earn just like, what are you talking about? Yep. Like what, what are you talking about, man? There's nothing going on. What are you talking about? <laughs> and just man, that um, whole thing, like I said, the the jacket recovery in itself was great. Um, as he was just, you know, he's asking the cops, he's like, uh, can you, that's, that's my coat, that's my jacket, can, you, can that's, that's my jacket, can you, uh, like, his nervousness, while this, like, arrest is going down with a SWAT team. What a dude who just got plugged. Yeah, got shot, and Hurd's just like, can't. I can, wear my can jacket, watch.
0: man. Yeah, yeah. I, I
2: just wanted my jacket.
0: Oh, my <laughs> gosh. I, you know, we stepped a little bit forward, I just I thought it was another funny moment in this episode, when he's at the the strip stream. club, Strip club. He's, yeah. talking, he's talking to the stripper, he's like, can you describe this girl to me? Does she have big titties? Well, you know, You're not the biggest titties, you know. Uh, <laughs> like, that <girl> <laughs> he's like that girl over there. He's like, that girl over there. I was like, is this, yeah, you like, kind of look like that, but this guy's not big titties. He's like, well, you know, I just, you know, I, I don't know what the median titties, the titties, titties are. is." <laughs>
2: yeah, the median titties are, dude. <laughs>
0: I'm uh, sorry, but I, I just find that really hilarious. It's like, so, so, you know, what's her ass like? Does she have a big ass or flat? I was like, you know, I guess it was, was kind of big. I mean, like, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah like, that I,
1: whole thing was fantastic. Like, trying to describe a stripper to another stripper is hilarious. Yeah.
2: So was she
0: light-skinned? Like, yeah, she's, she was kind of light-skinned. light-skinned? Her, what is she shorter hair or longer hair? I, I, I guess it was shoulder,
2: shoulder length. Yeah, shoulder length. So good.
0: <laughs> and then she's like, "Yeah, man, you you you, you manager, you better call me. You know, I want to be in the video." Like, yeah, she was real aggressive about it. Um, but yeah. So uh, yeah, back to the um, what I really the episode kind of ends with um, Ern returning home to Van and they they're having like a quiet night on the just a quiet night on the couch just watching some TV. And his friend comes by and says, "Hey man, you left the keys with me, man. Are you gonna leave?" I was like, "Oh man, that's what I was looking for." It turns out that's what he was looking for. And he just he gets his keys. His friend does this weird hitting on hitting on his hitting on van while he's standing there, he just like close the close the door on him. It was real funny. Um, but yeah, I, I do want to, uh, you guys to maybe go into what happens next, which is like Earn has given gets his five percent from Paperboy. Um, he gets his five percent from Paperboy, and um, he gives that money to Van to take care of him and Lottie. But rather than spending a night, he just decides to leave. And what we discover is that that key is the key to a storage unit where Ern has been sleeping. Um, uh, where Ern has been sleeping rather than staying home with the bed that he can have with um, Vance. He's he's choosing. To 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 sleep alone mm-hmm. when he has the opportunity to sleep with Van. And I I just want to get what your thoughts on that um, were, um, Alex. Do you have any thoughts on that? What do you think uh, was?
2: Just, I don't, dude. He he is earned. He he's earned, dude.
0: He's There's a man, but he doesn't want to be in the relationship with Van. Like, uh, why wouldn't he take well, that that he, opportunity? Well, it looks he's like he's establishing himself.
2: I think he, one, he's trying to establish himself and he wants to do his own thing, but at the same time like, you know him and, and Van like, their relationship is very tenuous, because remember early on um, in the season, she mentions to him that I'm going out on a date you know so they have a very unique relationship, and I think they do feel something for each other but both of them know that either it's not going to work out right at the moment or, you know, they just rather have this, you know, unique thing that they got going. So, it just kind of shows, you know, and it shows also that he is a guy trying to make it on his own, trying to stand up, and we, because we spent most of the whole first season watching him stay at other people's houses and beg for a place to stay and a crash, so it also feels like maybe this is building on something like you know he's taking his steps to go All right, well this is a small step but I'm moving to the next phase you know trying to be his own man
1: but also okay so a couple things one Ernst's plans are bigger than what we're seeing
0: Mm
1: -hmm. like his ideas are much larger than this two the entire season happened in roughly like a week
0: It's, it's, how, how do you know that? I'm, just, no, I'm, not, I'm not not saying I disagree. I just, I'm just not, i I would think it's more like a month, but you know. Remember,
1: but, his homeboy came up to him and was like, "Yo, I see you work tomorrow." That's the guy
0: from the first episode. Yeah, the guy the yeah. guy who works with them doing
1: Yeah, at the airport. Yeah. Yeah. All that shit happened like really really quickly, like a couple weeks at most.
0: And he still and technically has his job at the airport because he says that he will, he will see his friend tomorrow or
1: something. like that. Yeah, he's still doing that. And there's like, and then the other aspect of all of this shit is, if you think about the song Elevators, which is probably the the perfect song, you know, they're climbing,
0: mm-hmm.
1: they haven't made it that like they're about to get their first break. They're about to go on tour with you know somebody who's. You know, pretty big. And how do they manage that? You know, everybody thinks that because he's paper boy, oh you must have got money, you about to go on tour, you know. Hey, you know, the dudes like, Oh, you know, you rolling on paper boy, you doing all this it's like, nah, we just trying to make trying to make this ends meet. I got two hundred dollars to my name and I'm living in my own storage unit.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Hey, you know, <laughs> Yeah. like the, keep in mind the music is also incredibly
2: on the nose like the, that's just, yes. there's no coincidences. Every, no everything has a point
0: yeah every 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 episode um yeah every episode has its own music that really um kind of goes with the uh that goes with the episode that both opening and closing themes yeah I believe mm-hmm. the op- the, so according to this opening is uh broccoli by, by Dram. um, um it's about me basically yeah yep but I say all I shit to say,
1: these motherfuckers really go the extra mile, and I felt like the season was beautiful and fantastic. And you know, you know, there's so much that is absurd, but also so right. And you know, there's a lot of things that people won't necessarily recognize. Like I knew that this was a special show in jail. All the shit that happened in jail, when you, like the, the second episode.
0: Yes, you know, The, yes. the, the,
1: the mm-hmm. first night, they showed both of them back to back, but that second episode was far and away the better episode. And mm-hmm. it was just so damn eye-opening. Because it was like, oh, no, 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 no. They, they understand everything about this.
0: Right. Yeah, mental illness, um, some deeper. Yep. Atlanta accents there. There's <laughs> a lot of good stuff, poignant stuff. Um, the, the cops wanted to take a picture with with Paperboy after leaving jail. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it it, it was crazy. You know, and I I just thought it was a, a really incredible, incredible season, incredible show, and I really look forward to seeing what this dude is going to create between this and uh, being Young Lando Calrissian. Mm-hmm.
0: I, I hope he gets some sort of uh, some sort of uh, writing, um, you know, some, some 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 more writing stuff going because like I like the stuff that he he writes, so I'm, I'm all I'm yeah. all about it. Um, yeah, yep. um, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, it's interesting because um, Orlando is kind of like the opposite personality-wise than Earn. Not that I don't believe that, you know, he it, Orlando is is more. Outgoing and suave compared Brovado. to Ern. Yeah. 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 Ern is, uh, you know, he's kind of nervous at times. You know, he, he knows he's smart and knows what he's doing, but he's kind of nervous and like uh, shy at times, I guess. I, I don't know. Yeah. Which is not, yeah. which, which is, so it would be a different um, kind of uh, Donald Glover that you're going to see performing there. Um, he's going to bring a swag that Billy D brought to the table.
2: Hell yeah, he's got to bring that. Also, uh, is he gonna
0: put the conk in? Is he gonna permit? Dog, I mean, he
2: already grown a mustache, so so he gotta he gotta do the hair somehow.
0: Let me ask you guys: when's the last time you guys had a mustache? I, I, I you know, like I was thinking about this uh, do this, this November and what I was like, uh, I've never not had one. Yeah, pretty much. I not I mean, simply, but like only a mustache. You guys only have go. You guys, you guys, rocking and goatees, right? Not, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I rock not a mustache. A mustache only. only.
2: I rock a mustache only because I really can't grow a beard. It gets oh. that very. <laughs> I get that patchy. I get that patchy struggle chin chin hair. And that up, Anthony basically. Hamilton. Yeah, <laughs> <basically>. <laughs> I get the Anthony Hamilton. It's almost worse. It's worse than whiskers too because the mustache basically looks like your balls. Like it just looks like. It's, you know, like, I can't grow anything else. It's bad. So I typically keep everything
0: shaved off,
2: and I just keep a mustache, which I rarely shave. Uh,
0: I, the beard, no matter how, scratchy. It can really work for you. I mean, like, it's, it's done wonders for me. I, I, I got to do That's it. hilarious. It's, it, it's great.
2: That I'm glad, is hilarious. I'm glad you can grow that facial hair, Like <laughs> Some of us can't.
0: I didn't realize how much it, Damon's probably understood for years now, but like it. it, yes. it, make, yes, it makes a It makes a difference.
1: Yes, it does. <laughs>
0: I couldn't believe I've... it. I was like, "Whoa!" I was I was getting looks that I couldn't believe. It was kind of crazy.
2: Wow, uh, you guys are are so special because you know I'm just getting to a, to a point where I have to shave twice every two months. If I want to. So. <laughs> Stupid.
0: Oh shoot! Man. When I when I did shave, I was I was shaving like a. Two times a week. It was kind of crazy.
2: Yeah, you know, not not happening on this side. <laughs> not on right, this side.
0: I guess. It's sad. I guess. I guess on that sad note. Um, I guess on that sad note, we're, we're gonna wrap up this week because you you're, you're, you gotta head out of here. We're, we just hit the uh, the hour and a half note hit uh, record. Well, on this call, we've been on the call for an hour and a half, so we'll wrap it up here. Um, we went into some deep dive into Atlanta season one. We're excited for season two. Um, I think we're gonna. I think we can probably record another episode next yeah. week, the twenty first. Yeah. Cover all the um, shit but, that
1: we didn't talk about.
0: <laughs> yes. uh, yeah. Yeah. And maybe maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll actually sit around and binge through some stuff. I'm looking to. Um, I was hoping to do Stranger Things this weekend, but I might just go to. <gasps> Wait. Hold on. You still kids. haven't
2: watched Stranger Things?
0: Yeah, nah, man, dad, I I haven't been know, home. I have i been home on the weekends. then when I am home, I was playing video games. It's like it's, hey, look, look, look get, be get, 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 whatever girl is with you,
1: mm-hmm. she can watch it too. Girl. <laughs> Wait, she wh- can watch.
0: Wh- she can
2: watch it with you too.
0: Are you guys like reading my text? What's happening right
2: now? No, dude. Hey, Netflix and chill.
0: But are you yeah, she, look, hey, I, hey, I,
1: I'm wise to the ways of the forest, brother. Mm-hmm. Your metacoron is uh, low. Low. starting to grow. I,
0: well, no. Well, the thing is, like, uh, I, I did. know oh, I heard I the nine o'clock text because. Like, so what are you that
2: doing? Shit, you said ding did,
1: right at nine o'clock because you told the chick earlier today. You like, I'll be done around nine. Oh at me nine o one. That bitch said ding. What are you doing? So, Yo. Oh. Y'all uh, no, it is, it, is,
0: it is nothing like that. But, but I, I did text someone to act If they wanted to watch it together, and they, they did say no. Um, so. Uh, but yeah, So let's wrap up this episode and say that. Uh, <laughs>
2: Watchful stranger thing. Wait. You're strange, girl. You're right.
0: Well, I also want to check out Westworld, but now I gotta go figure out a way to get Westworld. Oh,
2: Westworld is amazing. I gotta, I I gotta, I gotta,
0: I'm, gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna call my brother and say if he wants to split like a month of HBO Go now with me, if you want to spend a month, month for that with me.
2: Yeah, man. We'll, we'll man. That we'll binge through, Ain't that shit we'll binge five, through now, all the, $10, the $10, dog? Yeah, it's like $10.
0: That's
2: one lot, less, lot, less lot That's one less IP. double IPA.
0: Yeah. Uh, beers here are, are like $8, man. they not like
2: New York, so I know you got it. Wait, <laughs> did you just hear him that he said it's $8 a beer? So basically, yes. if he skips one was, beer a month... Own.
0: Seven eight, one beer, seven, uh, one seven beer year plus,
2: You are already seventy yep. to eighty percent into your calls for HBO. Yep.
0: Uh, well, you know, if I split with my brother, he, we can, uh, we can, uh, you know, he can, we can binge through both uh, Game of Thrones last episode, last season, of Game of Thrones last season, of Veep, and uh, and then we'll and then also um, Westworld. So we'll bring, that that's the plan. We oh, do like one or two months. Just we'll we'll binge it. through that and in cancel. Just buy it. That's, buy that's it. my that's, that's my it. current plan. That's right, that's when so, you
2: were
1: really going to have your final He-Man transformation, out of you know, Adam right. to turning into He-Man when you decide that you want to pay for your own HBO Go account
2: instead of splitting it with your bro. Correct.
0: No, well, I I pay for my own. Nef- I've always paid for my own Netflix, how do you know. I just, uh, I just I I I just have I just, I my brother used to have cable with HBO and I used to log in. With his login, but then he canceled HBO, and I was like, dude, why you canceled HBO? Oh, yeah.
2: uh, okay. All right. So, Damon, it sounds like I'm going to have to give uh, Layton my HBO go. Yeah, so seriously. He can get his shows in, because, damn. damn. This is sad. He He's oh, not going to pay for it. <laughs> he not, he not going to pay. Right. <laughs> I mean, like, He's not coming out of pocket I, I... for this HBO. Now, nearly a dime coming out of his pocket for this HBO. It's not going to happen.
0: Nope. Look, man, you want me to pay for Netflix? You want me to pay for Hulu? You want me to pay for uh, HBO? What is hey, I, I don't,
2: ha-
0: don't you don't you have that movie pass or whatever where you just? Be I I have, the the, and then you want mm-hmm. me to pay for that too? That's that, that they raised the price of that to forty five dollars a month from thirty five dollars a month. There is, Nope.
1: All, right. Spending uh,
0: all that money. <laughs> all right. So, speaking of which, I have a, another podcast called Long and Late Movie Show. It's on iTunes, so it's Stitcher Radio. Um, I, my my Twitter is late Gordon L A T E G O R D O N, um, and then Damon, how about you? What you been up to? Uh, oh, you, real quick, I need to know what y'all talked about this week. Uh, talked about Arrival and talked about Doctor Strange. I like Doctor mm-hmm. Strange. I thought Strange, Doctor Strange. I, really good. I yeah. like Doctor Strange, but I like more as um an, an intro to the next movie because I'm interested in who the bad guy is is for the next movie. I. Mm-hmm. very excited to see that bad guy from the next movie. Um, yeah, I agree. I can, you, know, you know why? Because it kind of reminds me of, like, yeah, um, they give me a vibe of Heroes Season 1, Heroes Season 1 is very good stuff. Um, yeah. So, I'm all about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and Arrival, how's that? Uh, Arrival is great. I mean, like, uh, it's, a, it's a sci-fi movie that has, like, a different kind of take on stuff. Um, I, I, I enjoyed the story that it has a tremendous twist. I mean, like, the twist is tremendous. It, and then it leads to some questions about... Um, pre- it, it leads to some questions. and um, Okay. Because Amy Adams is a linguist, right? She's like the, the world's leading linguist. She's one of the yeah. world's leading linguists. There are other linguists around the world. Um, okay. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that, that ending kind of had me uh, tearing up there. A little bit, a little bit. I, I was willing to um, Yeah, I, I, it, was, it was it was cool um, I, I recommend seeing it um, Yeah, so uh, What else? So what, so what about you though, Damon? Uh, I also Have another podcast, it's called Get Out the Room
1: It's a horror, comedy Pop culture podcast It's also available on iTunes Stitcher Radio The whole deal, Podomatic Wherever good podcasts are found um, We haven't had a show in a while Because to be very honest with you, my travel schedule was terrible. And honestly, October was straight trash for horror this year. Um, towards the like, end of the usually year Usually September?
0: Now, usually September is
1: better? Usually September and October, like, all leading up to Halloween, horror goes really hard. Like, those eight weeks from the last weekend in um, August up to about the weekend before Halloween. Like, because you want all of your stuff to be out during and over Halloween, but this year it was not good, man. So it's, it's difficult, it's difficult, but we about to get something popping. You know, there's a couple different things going on: Stand Against Evil, which is uh, which feels like a really, uh, really direct uh, bite off of Ash versus the Evil Dead. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's a good show, horror comedy. Well, there's a couple of things that we're gonna talk about, so yeah. You can find me at d a e 21 and at get out the room.
0: All right, cool. Um, Alex, how about you? What's going on in your world?
2: And I'm uh, y'all can find me on uh, Twitter. Uh, JD's my day job. That's about it, man. Other than that, I'm you know holding up in my life bunker uh, for the next thirty years of my life.
0: Uh wow. so well you you bought a new home. You bought uh, a new home. Yeah, Are good. you doing renovations to this home or is or is it nope. ready to move in? It is move in ready
2: and it is a oh. quarter mile away from the forum and where the future Ram Stadium will be built. Wow. So is that, well, is that, that a good thing or a bad Anglewood. thing? Is it, is it, that's a good thing. Is that a good thing? Yeah. Because I thought that maybe there other like cars Inglewood. driving through. Um it's all well, my block is on a very, it's on a quiet side street to the actual main thoroughway that leads to where the forum is. Like, basically the street, the, the main, like, drag where my, my house will be um, is a street that actually starts at where the forum and where the stadium will be, and it actually ends at LAX. So, that street will be a thoroughway. I doubt that they're going to let traffic pass that way with the, um you know, train expansion and all that. Like, they just We passed a measure, thank God. I love that vote. But we're actually going to get a subway system that goes through from LAX area to Inglewood. So it actually works out perfect. Like, I can't wait till the Rams get a stadium here. I can't wait till, you know, people need somewhere to stay. And I'm going to collect my money. And I'm going to Airbnb the hell out of that for uh, the 2020 Super Bowl. Wow. So... I'm
0: happy. Uh, Yeah, I mean, like, I hear that um, people were in San Francisco, well, not not Santa, Santa Clara, or even the the further south you go, people were charging, like, $5,000 a night. And I was like, that is crazy balls. I would never pay that
2: much. You know somebody paid for it. And when that Super Bowl gets here, I'm getting ready to have a couple mortgage payments in that pocket. Because we are perfectly close. I can't wait.
0: Uh, I, the crazy stories I heard is that um, someone who went, they they had they drove some people out of the stadium, some, some people that they didn't know out of the stadium, out of the parking lot, so that they could order an Uber because it, it, because the surge pricing on the Uber was so crazy uh, at the at the stadium.
1: Yeah, it is absolutely insane.